0: Hello, welcome to the Life Done Differently podcast with me, Neil Witten, and my co-host, Ray Richards. Join us on our journey to find out what separates the doers from the thinkers. Hello, if you are listening to Liam McGough
1: from Big Trees to Big Brother and back again for the first time, then you should probably check out part one of this conversation because this is part two if you ha- are in the right place then enjoy
2: and I left and, and went so this comes on to big brother now okay. where i auditioned and i auditioned your idea somebody else's idea my idea yeah okay
0: but so you so how you must have been it was the 8th was it that 8th
2: it was this, this is the sixth. Oh, it was the sixth one you yeah. we were on. Okay. So, yeah.
0: But you were really.
2: No, I was on the eighth, but this is when I auditioned for the oh, I sixth. I see. Sorry, one. I'm with you. Yeah. With you. But you oh, were, the you were
0: really familiar. I mean, this is like, I'm, I'm just thinking about, um, like, Big Brother and the hype cycle of it. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, for, for a number of years, it was a big deal. Everyone was talking about it. It was I mean, still it, big then, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 That's, yeah, that's uh, really yeah, what I'm yeah. yeah. You knew exactly um, what it was. Well, you knew what you were getting. I into, knew exactly but, yeah. what it
2: was. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's. You know, when people, when I do radio things and things, they talk about it being like um, water cooler television and, yeah. you know, people talking about it and it being in the newspapers and things like that. Um, so I knew that I could get onto it, right? It's as simple as that. I just, I didn't think that I'd get on because I was hilarious. I didn't think I'd get on because I was handsome or cool or anything. I just thought I fall at, they're trying to choose 10 or 12 different types of people. Yeah. And and I'm a different type of person. So therefore, like, if they want the boring one, then I might be the boring one. If they want the extrovert one, then I might... It's up to them to choose, but it just so happens that I will be one of the natural 12 Mm. types of stereotype. Mm. Um, So anyway, I auditioned, went...
0: What was the, so did you have to put a video together or something? No,
2: so at that time you had to go, you queue up at Newcastle, massive queues, total auditions, 100,000 people at a a time. Um, So you would go and the first game would be like like team building type games. Um, You know, can you all stand in a row and lift up this... uh, broom handle at the same time can you all run around in a circle and there was a kid in my school and he pretended not to know me when we'd known each other all of our <laughs> lives and he said um, to the guy, I'm mad me, I'm mad i do anything, I'm totally mad I'm like <laughs> zany as anything, I'm like the maddest guy ever and the guy goes alright then do something mad and he went um, um badger, 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 badger <coughs> mushroom, which is like this old YouTube video that right. used to be funny salad fingers i can't even remember what it was about anyway and it made me want to peel my skin off (laughs) it was so horrible and every room was just thick with like custard energy and it was it was horrible i felt very sorry for him but i thought oh if these are the people that i'm against then i am all right you Mm -hmm. know things are going to be things are going to be okay here um other people tried to stand out by saying things like um by being cheeky to the runners and the and the organisers and, you know, have some biscuits, Fatty. And I thought, all right, I know you want to be the outspoken person, but that person has feelings. And yeah. so I'm not auditioning here, but don't say that again. And I, I feel like I was smart enough to know that it wasn't just when we were auditioning, we were auditioning, yeah. you know. So, so
1: it sounds like you were... Uh, uh, as best as you are able yourself.
2: Yeah, I thought I just felt confident that that would that that that'll be enough. That would see you through, yeah. That, that's what they were looking for yeah, yeah, and yeah. that, you know, if by chance my personality was the one they were looking for by pretending I could come in and out of it But, but, isn't, but by being isn't, isn't one track.
1: Isn't that the secret to life really? Is, is yeah. you know to be yourself. And, you know, we've talked it about it so many times but this idea of coherence of you where you You think one thing, yeah. You know, and 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 you and if you're able to behave in the same way and say things that are in line with the way you think, that life is just better.
2: Yeah, oh, definitely. Because
1: you can't. Who is it? Is Oscar Wilde who said, "You know, be yourself. Everyone else is taken." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just. It's, it just makes life easier.
2: It does, it does, and you don't get caught out telling yeah, lies. Exactly, and, yeah. But you've got to be the best version of yourself. Yeah, that's, you that's, know, and that's, and that's the
1: that's the difference. Yeah, that's the difference, isn't yeah. it? Because well, I you, think
0: that speaks to what we were talking about earlier around being able to reinvent yourself with confidence that you'll have a go. You know, yeah. What you were yeah. saying yeah, about Yeah, because you know, if you're, you're just yourself, if done, you're, yeah, if then you're, then you're still just you, yourself.
1: It's still well well, my point is that if you're just yourself as you are now, then you don't grow. Yeah, but but if you if you um, if you're prepared to take a few risks, mm-hmm. if you're prepared to get out of your comfort zone,
2: yeah. you can grow. Yeah. yeah, I mean, if you're feeling low as a snake's tummy, then you go to an interview, then being yourself's not going to help you. That's right. No, that's there. exactly yeah. right. So yeah. you need to be able to tap into times when you mm. are emotionally available, mm-hmm. or strong, or capable, or you know, yeah, like I say, the best the best version. Um one of the things that I remember thinking at that so sorry, just to come full circle slightly mm. there, I was auditioning I then went through to the next stage and the next stage and the next stage and each time everything was great and I felt confident and hit a phone call would you come down to London to meet us yeah you've got to meet a lady with a um spotted umbrella um at Piccadilly and and they're going to take you to a different location All oh, Cloak and Dagger, super secret.
0: And this is because they don't want the media to... I think so. Yeah.
2: At that time to, well, again I'll come to that in a second okay. if that's alright. Yeah, um, so we'll get to um, a building, again more games but tighter group, but this time people's personalities seem to be like really turned up a little bit. Then you bump into people that you have seen on the show. Mm-hmm. not Not previously, but in hindsight, that you know, were the ones that made it and things right. like that. Anyway, it turns out that I didn't get on that year and I had had psychological evaluation. I'm oh, sorry, I forgot to mention that. You go and meet a psychologist, they find out a bit about you, you fill in forms, your questionnaires, and you filmed and your photographs are taken, blah, blah, blah. Like a huge, big process. Hmm. So then, it turned out, I've only found out this more recently, that the press had found out that Tree Surgeon Northeast Liam was going in. Really? And uh. so they'd put a stop to me going because yeah. then, then... So
1: you would have made it.
2: Into yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Um, yeah. So you then go into Haydn. Uh, I didn't then, but that was the process that I was stopped at, to go off to France, into Haydn. Oh, it's really. S- I
0: didn't realise it was another country.
2: Was yeah, it? so you'll spend time with your chaperone, Yeah. you'll watch DVDs, you'll bake cakes you'll do some footage of yourself making a self-portrait or a whatever it is and then you'll come back only on the final days you're going about wow. to go in you're given a white mask you cloak and everything you come in through the back entrance of Elstree studios blah 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 so that was a big dagger you know it was mm. suddenly oh my goodness i'm not in I've why is my brain told me that I was definitely going in mm. and now I've lost confidence because everything that I've always thought always manifests itself because of that, you know, by virtue of me thinking it, I do it because if I continuously think it and make every footstep mm. towards its direction, then it's inevitable that, that these things are going to happen. Mm. Um, I guess the only unknown is that some of the things that I you know, some of the doors that I was knocking on needed somebody to open them mm. for me to be able to get through them. Uh, anyway, so I went back to work and you know, Did they
1: tell you why you'd
0: not Not at
2: all, so, so not at all. For, yeah. As far as you were concerned, you just hadn't made it through just the, hadn't made the and cut. It's just
0: And it's just a kind of call one day sorry you didn't make it through yeah yeah
2: don't hear it and then maybe you might hear a call or you don't hear a call at all but i didn't know how far along the stages i was for all i know it could have been another hundred rounds Mm. you know Mm. um but i did feel pretty good about it anyway just to quickly tap into one of the reasons why I auditioned is like i said to perform. my mom had multiple sclerosis and was in bed and one of the things I've always, always in my life, in her wheelchair, for example, look, 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 I can do a wheelie in it. Look, I can juggle. Look, I can do this. Watch me, watch me. No, I didn't do it that time. Watch me. All the time to me mom and dad, constantly on the nerves enough to be like Liam them right oh, we know you're there please just calm down <laughs> just you know just desperate for to, for them to say oh my goodness i'm so proud that you can yeah. juggle four balls you know <laughs> just like that just really desperate anyway so i thought i can do this cool thing she can watch it from home yeah. and be a part of it without me having to come back and just translate the yeah. you know the things anyway got back to work had a couple of holidays had a couple of romances had a couple of things you know happened in my life that you know just i guess were important at the time but now feel less important in comparison um and then so that comes up to the time that i got in what i'm just about i got home from work i would normally go through put myself some chips in go through see me mum then i'd get a wash and go out blah 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 uh, somebody I'd auditioned with, give me a call, said, are you auditioning this year? I said, no, nah, not this year. Where are you at? Oh, I'm at Newcastle. How many's left in the queue? Probably about a thousand. And I th- suddenly thought, a thousand? I can get to Newcastle in a thousand people being seen. So I just jumped in the car, in my works clothes, went there. This time, I just, I don't know, I just knew. I just knew. <laughs> it was just like a... I feel chewed by by the fact that I've got to go and do this because, like, I should be able to just ring them and be like, "Right, listen, it's me again, yeah, it's me again, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah." I'm gonna just see you at London, yeah. yeah. Um, so I get there, but this time I'm I'm embittered by the experience a little bit. Yeah, you're trying a bit because you've got you've got something to prove now. That's right, and so we go into a lineup of people, and suddenly these people. And I hate to think of it, but suddenly these people are now obstacles. You know, like mm. if you're playing an old-fashioned computer mm. game where you don't get to save, mm. you flash through the first few levels to get to the level that you're trying on, and you don't even really think about it, you just do them. Mm. And these people were that for me. So it was, you know, put yourself in a lineup. And then it was like, right, between yourselves, guys, decide who's the smartest, who's the most attractive, who's the... And I just stepped forward, taking advantage of... I knew people were indecisive and thinking desperately about where they were going to position themselves in a queue. And I said, um, right, I think it's just easier if I do this for everybody... And just moved these people mm. physically.
0: So you, so you just took a, like a leadership so role. I just and, took a
2: leadership yeah. role and just made sure that anybody who was looking was only seeing me and yeah. nobody else yeah. there. Um, and I, I can add, you know, I see now that I was depriving some other people of this opportunity, which I'm embarrassed about. But at the same time. I was ruthless and I felt that they had every opportunity to do that to me if they wanted to, you know. It's in my life people have been able to do it to me at certain times. You know, when you some bullish guy at the pub or you know, you a posh person you bump into and and they said something like, uh, I'm sorry, were you in the way? I'm mm. sorry, was I in the way? <laughs> but you just like, oh, uh, lap it up. You're like, oh, I'm sorry, so subservient. Yeah, yeah I was in the way. How dare I <laughs> breathe and be alive? Um, so so I just felt like, yeah, this is my moment. Um, and just, yeah, just bulldozed through everybody. Next round, next round, next round. Psychological evaluation, blah, blah, blah. I'm... I, my dad's given me some money to buy some clothes because I'm thinking like I'm going to be in there with Fashion McGee and Smoothie Johnson and all the all the great clothes gang. Um, so I need to come in looking smart. Um, so I go and buy some shirts and things. Little did I realise that I just bought more expensive variations of my stuff? really yeah. bad yeah. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> um, and uh, so. I'm, I had this little motorbike at the time. Uh, it was like a little 50cc thing. It wasn't powerful enough to do anything, but it, there's a cricket club outside, different house. There's a cricket club outside the, the house that I lived in. Um, and I thought that was something that I took pleasure in, fixing that and taking it out. It would break. I'd come back, leave it. And then would, the next time I fancied to go on it, I would fix a little bit of it. And this thing was held together with like key rings and clips. Yeah. And just, it was couldn't have been worth 40 quid hmm. anyway i thought i'll have one last little go on the on the motorbike and come round and got back missed call on the mobile called it back hi it's sharon powers from big brother hi how are you doing um just let you know we're not going to need you for this series of big brother ah. now i said all right no problem bye um and I, my bag was packed me my, my ticket was already bought for me by the by big brother so i was going that in half an hour to get the train to come to London to, to be away. So I was like, uh,
0: hold on, just rewind a second. So you, you'd got through all of the various different I'm ready to go in. I've been and invited they've, they've onto the show. Inv- they'd already invited yeah. you. Yeah, I'm and then on you the just show. got a call really last minute, just saying 10 minutes
2: before the train. Oh yeah. man, wow. Um, <laughs> really making So this up was for you, like it? a punch in the stomach. I told my dad, and he swore. He he doesn't swear, you know, to me, uh, or especially in front of me, Mom, And um, he said, uh, "I can't believe they've done that to you." I said, "Oh, I'm sorry, dad. I'm, I'll 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 sell the clothes. I'll get that. store. it's not about that. You can have whatever you want." Um, I says, "I just feel embarrassed." So anyway, right. So then, some friends of mine picked me up that night, and. Um, we go and, I, and I just don't tell anybody. I just didn't... I didn't did, tell anybody. They they did, you didn't tell didn't anybody. Didn't know that I was auditioning. And partly anything. because you got to keep it quiet. Exactly. so It doesn't get leaked, right. Be, Because the first time it had yeah, stopped yeah, yeah. me going in. So yeah. this time I just thought, right, I'm not telling anybody. Mm. And then because I hadn't told anybody, what's the point in telling them I got that far? Yeah, because yeah. then yeah. they're just going to want to talk about how crap it is. Mm. And I thought, I'll just... You know, I can avoid that. I'll just swallow that myself. Mm. Um, so then uh, I had told my boss at that time um, that I was going to live in Tenerife again. Um, this is like years after I'd been in Tenerife uh, and had quit my job. I had a really good job at that time. I was a charge hand in charge of maybe 40 or 50 other lads. Wow. Um, and you quit it to go on Big Brother? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so I said, can I have my job back, please? I'm, turns out I'm not going to uh, Tenerife anymore. He said, yeah, no problem see you on Monday. So, so that was depressing. That was really depressing because, you know, I'd, I'd given up. I'd given up on trees. I was going to be, I don't know, a pop star. I <laughs> don't know what I was going to be. I was going to be something, you know, something great. So it, and wasn't, it wasn't a tree surgeon. It wasn't a tree surgeon. Absolutely. It yeah. wasn't a tree surgeon. Um, it was tree surgeons, tree surgery is hard work. So it was going to be, I was going to be one of the people in the world that get away with stealing a living. Not burglars, but, you know, um, beanbag sitters. You know, (laughs) you see them in London where they've got, like, just beanbags and slides, and they sit around. They just do it all day long. Ideas. Have you got any ideas? Mm. Here's some money for them. Like, what? Yeah, I wanted that job, (laughs) and how could I make that happen? Um, If anybody is listening, by the way, who has that job, (laughs) count me in. Um,
0: and you'll go through all sorts of auditions. I've got some ideas. <laughs> <laughs> is the point that I'm trying to make?
2: Um, yeah. So, anyway, yeah, I've quit me. I've, I've I'm gone back to my job. I'm at this chopping up a tree, thinking to myself, "Oh my goodness, this is pretty depressing."
0: What's this? A week later or something? A Week later. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah the show's started by this okay. stage, um, and then I get another phone call. No, that's sorry. I've I've rang up this friend who works there who's become a friend who's well contact should not be friend they've just bailed on me (laughs) anyway um and i say listen i borrowed some money from my dad you know like this is not really it's not ideal um that you guys have let me know last minute could it not have been sooner i'm sorry keep sending your doctors um notes of health and everything and we'll try and get you some of that money back so they know that i'm going in at this stage and i think what they've done is allowed me to stay at home so that I didn't have to be in hiding, and they didn't need to take me away from a mom who needed care, um, and that's what they say. But you, you never know; they, they might not have wanted me. They might, but that's what they've told me you, since. You could have been in Tenerife. I could you have been. I wouldn't have. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't have been in Tenerife. But uh, I would have, you know, um, been in France or wherever they were taking me away into hiding. Right, we want you back on the show. Right, come down, get the train tonight, you'll be on the show tomorrow.
0: How far, how far in was
2: this? This is day 15, something um, like that. was
0: this? Because they, they, they would just every now and again introduce another random person into the house. So right with this
2: particular series, it was all girls, one boy, oh, you did well. two gay guys, and then suddenly me, right. the straight men, yeah, yeah, would yeah. go in. And, um, and so then I... Pack me bags. Hold on, hold on,
0: just come back a second. So, so you 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 had you had no idea that this was going to happen. So you you, no. you you had this conversation with the lady to say, uh, you know, I owe my dad some money. This yeah. is like, it like just kind of, I uh, didn't feel very fair, and probably part of you is thinking um, this might just kind of keep the relationship open. Maybe I will get in next. Exactly. Year yeah. And then off the back of that conversation, you didn't have a sense that there was.
2: I felt suspicious that they wanted me doctor's information. Yeah, okay. So they, you know, that. But I didn't think there were. It was too late in the day. Why yeah, would yeah. they put me on and now? And
0: you're watching it, and so fifth, four, well, like a couple of weeks in or something. I'm not watching it. You weren't watching. Nah. it? Nah.
2: Okay. I knew it was on, but it was almost difficult. Out princ- almost out
0: of principle, you're not watching.
2: I it, it. love the program, and I loved watching it up mm. to that point. But how could I enjoy yeah, you're, you're watching people that were yeah sleeping in the bed so, that so would have been mine? Or yeah. Yeah.
0: but so that but that call where it was finally okay, you're, you're going in. Mm-hmm. That was literally out of the blue. Out of the
2: blue. Yeah yeah so i went in to see my mom and my dad and jumped up for joy and <laughs> like a mini lottery win or something and uh and uh, my dad's still you know distrustful to them and uh, i went away and came to the um, came to the train station bags packed arrived met a guy we drove around all night went to a hotel did some film and no, it was two days before sorry was it Pardon me, I uh, went to um, somebody's house and did some cricket and did some pull ups and did a flip over a log. And <laughs> so the, these things that were part of me, yeah. BT, for going in. Yeah. And um, then suddenly I'm in Chris Tarrant's uh, dressing room, because that's where I'm a millionaire or who wants yeah. to be a millionaire uh, is filmed. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> um, and I'm having these swabs taken in my mouth there's a CD, it's like a green room, so they've got like suites and things like that, but like limited crap, really. Yeah. Um, not that I'm a diva already, <laughs> but at that stage, you know, but I'm, you know, just like a, a few bags of M&Ms or something like that, but you're there all day, so I'm smoking ciggies out of the window, and, and uh, there's this CD on it, um, but it's only got like six tracks on it, and a little CD player, and the volume's like, stopped so it only goes up to four yeah. to prevent people whacking it up you yeah. know, whatever so I'm not going to have a beer, there's a beer there for me if I want one, but I'm not going to have one because I want to, I don't know why, but I just I didn't feel like one and yeah. uh, and this song um, don't leave me this way yeah, yeah, no. yeah, I can't deny it, but it goes ooh ooh, ooh. Like at the beginning, yeah. and I was doing that over and over again just because that was the only music on that pop track or whatever that calmed me down and i was doing that uh into a fan have you ever sang into a fan right so i was singing it into a fan i'm gonna try now It makes you sound great um (laughs) really yeah it does it really does. yeah it does right, i mean
1: uh, yeah i have such a shit voice
2: yeah. <laughs> it, i think it's the constant air going into you <laughs> all right okay. i don't know i don't know what it is but it sounds a bit when you say into a fan
1: you mean a, literally a fan not somebody who just thinks you're great don't <laughs> sing it into somebody's face yeah. no i mean right, god yeah.
2: if anything that's gonna make you sound terrible <laughs> unless you agree i don't know but um so yeah into a fan and uh and smoking the cigarettes and it's like, right, um, three hours, two hours, four minutes, three minutes. Are you ready to go oh, in? Sorry,
0: hold on, I hadn't quite c- caught this. I knew that you were on the build-up. I didn't realize that you were sitting there waiting to, to go literally in. go yeah. straight to the house. Yeah. You knew that, right? Yeah. right? yeah,
2: well, I was told it, but even then I was thinking, these <sighs> are going to do yet. something yeah. to me yeah. here yeah. last minute. But I knew I was going in because, you know, it was, a, it was the launch night for us to mm. go in. Mm. So... um suddenly mask on in the back of the car. The car drives me round the corner. Uh, somebody opens the door for me. I say thank you. Um, and here's here's a little bit of sub-advice for you. Um, whenever you watch those programs, just watch out for who says thank you to people. I and I yeah, always yeah. work out yeah, who yeah, I yeah. like based on, yeah, you yeah. know, somebody opens a door for them, they're like, get out the way, I'm famous, yeah. you know. <laughs> um, so... I got out the door uh, and suddenly I looked up to me right and biggest screen I've ever seen, bigger than a cinema, I'm on it. I'm thinking, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Um, and these rows of people, they already know my name because they've watched the VT before I've got out the car. And for whatever reason, my VT's, they, they like me off it. Because there's a whole thing there, isn't there? Yeah, like, I mean... I, if you sink or swim again. Exactly that. And and more often than not, I've seen people that I've ended up liking be booed inside out when mm. they go in because mm. their VT is showy or, or whatever. And I don't know what they've made me out to be. Well, because they can control it. Can't exactly, it? Yeah. yeah. Um I mean, you will tend to find that horrible people the worst treatment from the editing yeah, process, yeah. so it I think this part, yeah yeah, 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 if you say nasty things all the time, then, you yeah. know, yeah, they're yeah. going to edit it that way, mm. um, so I, like, think I'm going to clap some of these people's hands, I'm not going to be walking down Wembley Tunnel, you know, so I'm going to take advantage this, this of this, is as close as I'm exactly, get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I slap a few hands, and I'm, like, trying to breathe, and and uh, and then I walk upstairs and I, and then they start chanting uh, and I'm thinking what what is, is this that?
0: Just, is this with like where Davina would be? She would she would. Was they, she the host that year?
2: That's right, but okay. they don't—they don't do the talking to people. They didn't do the talking to people on the way in. Then Got it. Okay. she so would just be down in another one. She'd be like, "Oh, so this is
0: more just watching you do your thing." Yeah. Kind of, okay. This
2: is Liam. He's 21 years old. Yeah. He likes cheddar as his favorite <laughs> cheese, or you know, zany <laughs> questions or whatever. Favorite um, sandwich? Uh, yeah, tomato he, ketchup. Yeah. And uh, he won- <laughs> yeah, he once auditioned for. Um, you know, Durham County Critic Club or mm. whatever that was. So, um, And then suddenly I looked around and waved at everybody, took a breath, went in the house, and suddenly it was like, I guess being inside The Simpsons or something, everything was so bright and TV-fied. Mm. It wasn't a natural light, so it wasn't a light that I was used to. And then I just went in, seen all these people, suddenly felt very, very shy. Yeah. But then I thought, no, nah, I'm here, they're here nobody's better than anybody else you know, I've just got to do the do it probably took me a couple of weeks to come out of my shell really um, and feel natural and I didn't eat at all because of that same politeness yeah. you know I, I I, I was thinking no I shouldn't really help myself to anything, it's, it feels like somebody else's. the longer people or whatever, anyway then I just made friends with people and I was really fortunate people didn't vote for me and I got along with people and had a laugh and I enjoyed not being at work. I so, yeah, I could imagine. Because yeah. so
0: so, it's such a you know, it's like a it's a real rest and what it it seems and you, you will have you'll understand this because you watched it before you experienced it, that people are on they they're very conscious that they're being filmed. Yeah. But only for quite a short amount of very, time. Very, very small and then amount then of time. It's like they just kind of fall into just being them in that yeah. environment, which is one of the attractions of why why that like platform has worked.
2: Uh-huh. So you have, um, we're in a room now with five wall, four walls, and you know a door or whatever, where there might be like a little shadow spot. Hmm. Um, but you'll have probably two cameras in here that bzz, bzz, move around. Yeah. But everything else is filmed behind mirrors. So yeah. the weirdest thing to get used to is you confronted, you're forced. You might be talking to somebody. And in two sets of your peripherals, you can see from different angles, and so for vain people, you're watching them adjust themselves yeah. continuously, mm. and you might be talking to somebody directly in the face, and you can sense that they're adjusting themselves or pouting or moving. There, so you, so there are people that m- continuously be aware. I I was I was always aware that. If you make a particular comment or joke or unpolitically correct comment, uh, or laugh when somebody else does, was there? I I didn't feel ever really that I was vulnerable for saying something nasty because I just tend not to. I don't mm. tend to think like that. Mm. But I, I did feel like, for example, Roy Chubby Brown. Mm isn't a very nice man, comedy-wise. I'm sure he's probably lovely in real life, but you know he says some pretty horrible jokes. But that doesn't stop me being tickled sometimes Mm. by some of the horrible things he says. Mm. And that's not because I agree with him. It's just because comedy has a rhythm, Mm. and he understands the rhythm of comedy. Um, And so I was thinking, right, if somebody says something that's really unacceptable, then I need to be conscious to speak up and say no that's not right and so i was aware that it was a platform Mm. but other but only as much as you would do if you were in a classroom with a teacher Mm. for example yeah yeah yeah
0: Yeah. And and so were there were were there any moments of note through the experience or would you say it was like once you kind of worked out how to adjust the environment you were more or less being what you just described, and you just enjoyed it and just kind yeah. of got on with
2: it. So there was there was one huge moment of note, and that was that uh, about I've been in about six days and rumours rife in amongst us. And I think sometimes the show is dictated by the rumours that exist mm. within the house that listen to those and create tasks to suit. Anyway, the rumour was that w- the prize money was going to be given to a housemate and that they were going to be... Um, that each time a task was failed it was going to be transferred to a different person and this was going to be chopped up and you might lose half of it and gamble on some of it or blah 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 whatever the thing was so suddenly I'm um, I'm sat there can, can everybody this is Davina we're live nobody swear we're sat around the table can everybody sit around the table and got, got some uh, an announcement for you so Uh, There was characters, Jonathan, Carol, and Shawnee were up for eviction that particular week. So they were called into the diary room and they were told that, well, we didn't know what they were told, but suddenly 100,000 pounds in a box, a clear box came up on the screen that we could see inside the house and then it went off again. So we're all like, what is it going to be? Like, oh, what's happening? And in there they were asked who they would like to award the prize money to so that there was no competition this year. That could be won or lost. Just one member of the house would get this amount. So they came back into the house. We didn't know this. They said, oh, we've got an announcement to make. Carol, she's a good friend of mine now still, she um, said, uh, we had a, a minute to decide who we'd like to give the prize money to and we would like to give it to... Um, Liam. And I was like, what? This feels like They're playing games yeah, like <laughs> What do you mean me? And so I like s- had a banana in my hand and threw it down. And
0: this is, sorry, this is only six days in.
2: Six or seven days so in, yeah. Still weeks left. Weeks left. Thir- Twelve <laughs> weeks left. Twelve weeks. Yeah. And so I give them a cuddle. It didn't feel real, but then I suddenly became very, very emotional and started to cry, right? And I I've probably always been a crier, so it's, it was no surprise that I would cry. I cry, you know, and especially when I'm, you know... Don't cry now, though. No, I'm not going to cry. You've told us now. um But, uh, yeah, so I just started to cry. And I think I felt like I had keep kept hidden the fact that my mom had multiple sclerosis. Not because I was hiding it, just because nobody had asked. And yeah. I wasn't gonna go up to somebody and just tell them something yeah, personal. Nah, nah. So um so I just felt like ca- the way that Carol had said it was a bit like maybe I'd given the impression that we were poor or that we needed help or that some I don't know what it was, but something about it felt horribly uncomfortable to me. Mm. And so when I tried to speak to say like I don't need money, my dad's got all the money we need, you know? Like I I'm I'm, I'm well, I'm healthy, life's good for me and my family um so if you're doing it out because you think we need it or you think something then please don't, hmm. um, but I was crying so much, and I went into the diary room, and they said, right, listen, you've got this money, how do you feel, I says, oh, it's great, you know, I feel, feel really great, but weird, um, cried again, and then and then um, they said, listen, you know, you can't share the money if you're racist, or if you're, uh, you know, if you beat somebody up, or if you do this and that, then the money will be taken off you, um, if you leave the house, if you quit then the money will be taken off you but other than that it's yours to enjoy you'll be giving it to you when that when they end so that was probably the biggest mistake big brother's ever done i think the most costly mistake they've ever made and due to me having a particular type of personality um it, it backfired on them and i'm not Motivated by money, I'm motivated by experiences, and money facilitates experiences. Mm. So, the only relationship that I have with money is that sometimes I need it to pay for the things that I want or to do. Mm. Um, but without it, I'm not uncomfortable, you mm. know, I, mm. I, I'm as comfortable. So, so why so did it backfire? I don't really understand. So, it, it backfired because yeah. they'd put it to create that animosity was, was, uh, and right, drama. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And I didn't ever speak about it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't think about it from that day forward.
0: do you think, did it affect the other housemates?
2: It would have done, but for the fact that because I didn't speak about it, they forgot about it. So after a minute, not a minute, but one night, a couple of people were, you know, happy for me behind closed teeth and why wasn't (laughs) it, why didn't it go to me? I've known them longer. Can I just ask you
1: about, when, when you... You were very emotional on hearing that that news. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's a bit like you're not very comfortable with compliments. And this was a massive compliment from those people yeah, absolutely. Yeah. to have voted you yeah above everybody else, and it was it was just a compliment.
2: Yeah, that and, and I think that's what made me emotional. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm I'm not good with compliments. I'm not sure why that is. I think the only compliments that are important to me are the ones that I would get from my mom and dad. And so i I guess everything that I do is to make those proud mm. and then and so I guess there's a lot of emotions attached to that same sentiment. Um but yeah, I again I'm I'm not so bothered about the criticism either. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. I don't I don't like
1: because you because you're in charge you you're the best judge of whether you've I know when done I've been an arsehole. Yeah. yeah. And you know when you've done yeah. something yeah. You know, good in the world. Yeah.
2: and I know when people have judged me badly. Yeah. And I know in my heart of hearts when yeah. I'm probably ignoring the fact that I was that at but that, that, that time or whatever. That all
1: comes back to you being yourself, doesn't it? That's yeah. A, you, yeah. You, you, if you try and be yourself, you know, and benchmark, if you're looking to see, understand whether you succeeded or not, look at where you were, you know, two years ago, look where you are now, and have I progressed, but don't compare yourself to other people.
2: No, I mean, one of the things that when you guys invited me to come and chat with you, um, obviously I listened to uh, some of the podcasts of the other people that you'd put on there, and and so I, I... became quite introspective and thought, you know, what message might I like to get forward and and, what best describes me. And and one is um, this fictional autobiography that plays in my mind. And when I feel like something is happening or isn't happening, good or bad, I think that's typical of an autobiography that you might read. And so that is a coping mechanism that I've developed or that exists within me already whereby I think, Oh, what, I failed at that. Yeah, that seems about the right timeline for somebody to <laughs> fail at something before the good <laughs> stuff eventually <laughs> comes, which yeah, yeah. it will. Yeah. It, Ideas I mean, of grandeur, I'm 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 almost it. certain I it. it is. But yeah, uh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, but that's that's resilience again, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. it's, it's yeah.
1: that ability to pick yourself up and go, oh well
2: Yeah. Well, not, I mean we're not, all not trying. Yet yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah I mean i I did a little bit of stand up um comedy and and one of the things that I joked about there was I have ideas of grandeur um and you know it's it's surprising that you know, there isn't a scout here waiting to pick me up and <laughs> yeah, yeah. propel me instantly to the top of things. And oh, you know, Davina's just about to walk in. Yeah, yeah. This is your life. Typical. <laughs> I would say if you'd see it in my eyes. I'd be like, mm, I thought that yeah, was coming.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the, we'll come back to the the hundred thousand pounds. Like that, that was still meaningful for you, right? So, you, I'd imagine there was enough going on in your head and your life at that moment where. It maybe wasn't the most important thing to be focusing on. Yeah, but there was probably still some consideration to okay, well, when I get out of here, that's a bit more of a platform of of kind of, of yeah, that would give me I'll do something with that. Yeah, um, yeah. you would
2: th- you would you would think that that would be the case, yeah. but but that on it was just wasn't the case. Really. I, I did feel that thirteen weeks later or up to. 11 10 <laughs> weeks that at some stage it would be taken from me and given to somebody else probably okay right so um, you have not connected it back yeah, yeah and it i just thought that I'd win the next one so I just thought that that would be stuck to the pile of the other one <laughs> yeah. that you know might exist as well so I thought that I was going to win the show and that's the prize that you get at the end for winning the yeah. show so ipso facto this is no surprise to me that that has been given to me <laughs> yeah, yeah. just early, um, and one exciting thing was that when I did come out, Brian, a friend of mine, he actually won the show, mm. um, and when we were out in the uh, uh, in the hotel, he came up to me and he said, "Have you checked your bank yet?" And I said no, and I went with me a uh, little visa, yeah. um, which was a cash card, <laughs> yeah. uh, and checked, and it had you know a hundred thousand minus six hundred pounds overdraft. <laughs> um, but actually, no, I, you were given t- <laughs> which is annoying. Cause yeah. that would
0: have been just under the. System it was it was a little bit things. more than that because you <laughs> you had um, oh, you get some thirty less,
2: pounds yeah. every day that you're in there. Oh, that's the payment. Yeah. So actually I was clocking that because those were tangible numbers to me. Yeah. I can understand funny, after 13 well, weeks how many 30s <laughs> make five <laughs> beans, you know? All your
1: accommodation pay for, all your food pay for. That's it. it. That's, that's it. Yeah. 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 But yeah. I've
2: been put, so you say, oh, you're aware mm. or, you know, you would rightly think, oh, you're aware by season eight what what goes on, mm. what go mm. Um but actually i was still very naive i sure. did come from a village in the northeast we didn't have personal appearances yeah. i didn't follow the careers in magazines of what happened to people afterwards yeah. because i don't have a group of gal pals that we might do each other's nails and <laughs> and do that with you know i wasn't a, the demographic for yeah. big brother presumably now yeah, I mean, that's how I spend probably 80, 85% of <laughs> yeah. my time, yeah. So, yeah. so let's do that that. that.
1: that and the tree surgery. Yeah, <laughs>
2: a little bit of trees every now and again. Give us, give us like the full
0: the the full kind of experience of like coming out of the house um, and being smacked in the face with this hype. Of yeah. Because like, this is sort of what it looks like is... Almost zero to a hundred of celebrity in an instant. Oh, well, that's and no time like. at all. Yeah. And, and, and it feels like that. Does it? Felt exactly like yeah.
2: that. So I come out of the house in third place to cheers. Didn't matter. Third place. Sam and Amanda, two friends of mine, um, also from from the show uh came second and brian came third they're twins so they had one spot and and i came third uh-huh. um and we were just great friends in there and great friends out of there right. and so i was i was happy for those people as well as happy for myself i was but i was most happy to come out to cheers yeah and you know, it's the journey. If you'd gone into booze and come out to cheers, you'd be happy. Mm. If you'd gone into cheers and come out to booze, you'd be unhappy. Mm. You know, you would just dwell on the fact that you've spoiled it somehow along the way. And but you've gone into cheers and you've come out And so that just felt like yeah, yeah. that was a win Success. in itself. Yeah, yeah, At yeah. least I'm not hated. Mm. Fundamentally, I'm a down-to-earth person. So as much as I have ideas of grandeur, I don't think of myself as worthy to be celebrated for an extrovert personality or a, Mm. or an ability to be a celebrity or whatever. So, so for me, it's, it's kind of like I'm blagging this opportunity. The situation is happening to me when it probably shouldn't be, but I'm going to enjoy it while it is. So I come out, I'm given a mobile phone straight away with my name engraved in it. I'm given a (laughs) book as big as, you know, a leg of, Press clippings and things like that i'm told what the general consensus is, so you know be aware that these stories are being said by people who you yeah, know yeah. these are blah blah blah. they were just really nice, you know, people have said nice things. The girlfriends who I'd had hadn't really said anything too salacious or anything um and I guess it painted me in a honest light and and you know, and that was nice so but the one exciting thing was I come out and everything's a blur. People are cheering and it feels like walking to Wembley. It's screaming and, and you just you you can't concentrate on anything. Everything's a blur. But there was one spot of clarity and a vision, like somebody—the opposite of tunnel vision. No, hmm. I think tunnel vision. Yeah, where everything's blur and you just one sense of focus. Yeah. And there's me dad and my brother. Oh, amazing! And ah, oh, that was just so lovely. That was like, that was so lovely. Your two worlds have collided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cheering, they're cheering yeah. me and I'm cheering them and <laughs> <laughs> we're cheering each other and it's just a cheer fest. <laughs> and, uh, so then I go back to this hotel. I've got to have meetings the next day with, um, with agencies who might want to sign me. Um, and you're really aware of this, they've primed you on what's, what's likely to happen next. I'm now. just told, so right. yeah. I'm in a car. Cars are going past too fast. I'm gripping onto my dad's shirt and the thingy, not in a way that he would notice, but you know, whatever's near me, mm. it was too fast. I had been become, uh, I'd, what would you call it? I'd not been in, in isolation, institutionalized. Yeah. yeah, I'd been in isolation for so long that these things were overwhelming yeah. mentally. The yeah. colors, the flash, and the all of these things were just a lot to take in. I guess like the feeling of a panic attack or mm. something like that. And got back to this hotel. A girl and a boy offered if I wanted to have a threesome with them That's in nice. front of me dad and me brother. That's not so I'm nice. I'm so embarrassed. M- m- please don't say that in front of me dad, yeah, you yeah. know. Just stop it. Just he, go he's away. He yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Just please go away. So... um then we sat we have a drink and there's some other contestants there, and you know, are you happy? Yeah, I'm happy. Like, how's everything Have you? Spoke to anybody, how's your family? This is your family, that's my family. Sorry, quickly, this is worth telling. Yeah. Um my dad and my brother are in the um this makeshift area with ice sculpture with Baby 8 written on it, and they're the friends and family area are given drinks. And so after before we go back to this hotel, we're brought into this space and my dad's been sitting next to one of the contestants' moms who's got really drunk and has a nightmare. And yeah. She said, oh, they've tried to take the bottle off her and she said, oh, me and Joe are sharing that and my dad's like saying, no, I'm not sharing anything. No, I'm not, I don't drink wine, you know. Like, um, anyway, so that's all great. And then this ice sculpture at the end, these two girls are trying to carry it over and my dad goes, Liam! Give them a hand with that. <laughs> right, I've never been richer or famous, more famous in my life. And I'm carrying a soaking wet, half-melted baby 8 thing by myself yeah. or outside, and they're just like, just drop it. And I just drop it. That was satisfying. I mean, yeah, breaking yeah, I a nice was, sculpture. Yeah, yeah. But, but I was thinking, how am I? Dad, give a moment. Yeah, yeah, like, right. somebody's got to be like, I've got to be the flipping Chimney Sweep, have I? Um, so so anyway but that, that was nice I mean that was a nice I think back on that very often about me dad and that you know that's that's a nice thought that I have um so we're at the hotel where you know we go up to the bed there's only a double bed in there so me dad and me brother have this double bed I sit in the bath awake all night looking at oh, me uh wow. press <laughs> <Pardon> me. <coughs> so I'm red-eyed and go off the next morning and go to this really swish hotel and there's a girl server. She's got some Arabic writing on the bottom of a, Trump stamp tattoo thing, <laughs> and my dad wants to tell her what it means, and it doesn't mean what she thinks. <laughs> my dad's not Arab, but he, you know, he lived out in Saudi Arabia, and and I'm saying, please, dad, like, can we just all be a bit behaved for today? Like, we can be our real selves in a little bit, but uh, but for now, we've got to like pretend to be actual people, um, and and I, I guess you know I'm. So sensitive that, you know, these things equate to pounds now, maybe. Mm. Um so I I go up to the first agency, I say, Right. I'm trying to be like, you know, a bit suave about this. I say, Oh yeah, you've got this person and that person on your books. Yeah, I know who they are. I've seen I've seen them on things and blah blah blah. I says, So how much are you offering? <laughs> They're like, nah, we're Don't not offering that. anything. <laughs> no. like, we'll take twenty percent of what we get you. Yeah. But uh, but we're not offering anything. I says, all right. Well, it's just that they're it's like, that's not how it works. I said, all right, no problem. Well, I'll have a think on and I'll go and meet somebody else and met the next one and they had more famous people in their books. Mm. Ultimately, that's the decision I made. Um, you've got the most famous people in your book, so I'll go with you. Um, and. Went with them. Suddenly, I've got an agency, and it's like, oh, let's get cars here and like, let's get cars there. And who's paying for the cars? Who cares? It's on me. I am paying for it. I didn't know what this did, <laughs> um, and uh, and you know they're taking twenty percent off me, and I've got another agency that's booking me out on appearances. Mm. So anyway, I could probably talk for a million hours, but I'll try and keep it as concise as possible. I I'm going out on my first appearance, right? Again. What
0: what is it? What's the appearance?
2: Just to appear, literally. No, I, no, but where where was Oh, the, this is in Glasgow. Okay, so it's um, a club or something. It's right? at a it's at a university mm-hmm. club, yeah. Um and it's nice and we're staying at a Malmaison hotel lovely. and it's all yeah. lovely, yeah. right? And uh I get there, and I say to my tour manager, who, again, became real great friends, because we did it for two years, maybe 600 gigs or something like that, we were were everywhere, yeah, we went everywhere, and um, so he, uh, and I got into DJing as well, but I'll tell you that in a bit, Um, so he, um, I said, he says, are you ready, I says, yeah, are you nervous, yeah, I says, what the hell do I do? I've just suddenly thought, I'm, go- I'm about to go on stage and I don't know what to do. He says, don't worry about it. You'll know when you're there. Okay. I say, yeah, all right, then. So on, what? Ugh. And then suddenly he writes, go time. I'm given a microphone. Lots became easier than that mm. and there became a rhythm to it. But I'm given a microphone and I'm out on the stage, middle of the stage. Yeah, cheers. Well, Liam, oh, baby. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Uh, yeah way are you all right yeah i'm looking around like what do these people want me to say does everybody remember brian like i i'm just spinning on the spot thing and oh, um and 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 so i just think right and i just go down and i just sh- tap hands with people and I go over to the DJ and I give him the microphone and I also give him the eyes as if to say, help, please help, just play a song or something. Um, And he does. And so that was my first experience of it.
0: Not comfortable.
2: Not comfortable. Like what on earth? Why do people pay to do this, to see this? Would I go if somebody had said to me, um, there's a big brother person coming to your town and you can go and look at them, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you've got to pay six quid in yeah, for yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, But you,
0: but you hang around in the club afterwards, do you? Yeah, yeah. And you, yeah. Get, and you have a few. To my detriment,
2: exactly that. Yeah,
0: six hundred goes on that. So yeah, got right? super depressing, yeah. mad
2: depressing. I had a rider. Um, my rider was uh, just Stella and vodka. Yeah, I developed a method of getting drunk very quickly go on, because going it? into those sober yeah, is a no can do. No. You get. The small bottle of red wine yeah. and the small bottle... Don't do this at, at home, anybody, unless you're... Like, or not not unless I, just don't daughter, do it. Got,
1: my daughter's not listening
2: right? to
0: me. Yeah, Unless you've got 600 appearances yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. Small
2: vodka, small red wine, in one glass, drink it. Oh, and you go out as if you've had, I don't know, five pre-drinks at wow. home or something like that. It just makes your face red hot. Wow. Um, or oh, it did then. I, you know, I don't drink so much, but anyway, so... It was like yay, oh, yeah, oh. <laughs> like like a yo-yo of like cheering and anxiety, depression, cheering, you and know, did, uh, in that uh, cycle.
1: And, and when did it stop? When did when did when was the six hundredth one, and why was it the six hundredth? Um,
2: it 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 didn't stop because I was then went off to do this. Um, Presenting this zoo magazine tour, where it, it's go around the nightclubs trying to find the next glamour babe, which sounds lovely, but got pretty depressing as well. Um, then, you know, we want to give you more gigs. Can you DJ? Yeah, I can DJ. So I just go <laughs> and buy a set of decks, and I just sit at home and I learn how to press play and. I go out to gigs. I put the CD in upside down. I speak <laughs> over all the mixes. I get drunk on occasion and start singing along and shouting stuff. And I've got my friends with me, and I want them to speak. And I, you know, all of these occasions when this night when your friend Rick uh, and I met, it was yeah, at Manchester.
0: I'm just going to segue that really quickly. because yeah. I just thought earlier about how I said to him that if we do do this, I'm going to mention him. So I don't. So I just explained that. Rick, Rick is a, a mate of mine, and they got so they were, they were in a band called Absent Elk, and they got signed. And they actually toured with Girls Aloud, which is their like moment of play. yeah. They played the O2. They real like had a heyday. They really good band back in the, the day. And um, he, so the the way that we found one another was um, he told me that um, he'd met you at one of these kind of celebrity parties or something, yeah. and just got on really well and had a great night with you. And thought that's you were right. A great guy yeah, we did. Kind of yeah, we had a great laugh.
2: Yeah, um, I don't know if his. Was on the way up at that stage, or on the way down? I think he was on the way up. So we did, and probably mine was on the way back down. Right. So we we didn't reach at a pinnacle yeah. or at a high point. We met at um, a film adaptation of um, Coronation Street when they go abroad, and you get an extended episode. Oh, wow. The premiere oh, wow. of an extended episode of Coronation Street. <laughs> type situation or somebody gets murdered or something happens anyway yeah. and but it's a red carpet and it's a you know all this type thing and um well, and there were
0: a lot of these kinds of things
2: there were loads right. yeah there were loads some of them were better i mean yeah. some of them I you know i went to some amazing things mm. really like executive parties you know you you might have the prime minister there ne- in a table next year and you you might have like david attenborough or, mm. you know really really yeah. important people and other times you just be there with the other divvies that you know you've been on the same show with or something and uh and yeah and i had my friend beanie with me there and he would um he would i would Bring them on to the red carpet because people want your autograph, but they don't care who you are. <laughs> yeah. just, so, you'd do you, yeah, yes, So, awesome. he would be like, I, I, would, I would just pass it to him and he would sign it. And, and it was those times that just gave me the best laughs. Because yeah. so sharing is the so best, being, doing it by ourselves, yeah, lonely. That, yeah. That's really interesting, actually, that's because we, 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 yeah.
1: that has come up quite a few times. It's, it's better to share the up, the, 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 the highs and Better to share the lows. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. And It'd be
2: nice to share the loads, but um, <laughs> I don't think people want to uh, share those so much. No, but, but if you're in a team. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, if you're in yeah. a team.
0: I don't, I don't know whether we're, we're kind of ready to go there yet because there's probably all sorts of other interesting <laughs> anecdotes and stuff. But how at what point do you come back down to earth? So, I oh, sorry, that's right. Some people try and ride this thing out yeah. for... I mean, I'm surprised, actually, because two years is a long, long time, right? I would and say...
2: it. Sorry to cut you up there, yeah, yeah. I would say it probably lasted about five years for me. Did it? Yeah. Um, and you did ask a question a moment ago and about when it came down, and I'll give you an example of when it went up, but it wasn't purposeful, I promise. Um, so, yeah, what had happened was... I was doing the DJing. I didn't, I did do some other programs and things. I did some um, uh, Premiership All Stars and Cirque de Celebrity and these type, you know, I guess where it can be anybody. It's mm. a character comes along and from one of the shows and they're sent off to do, you know, learn circus and things. I've done a couple of talking heads and the odd, but I, I wasn't used as much as I felt that I deserved to be mm. in in some of the other stuff like for example I felt funnier than my other housemates yeah yeah more witty I guess mm. they they were better than me at a million other things I just didn't think that they were as funny mm. um and So for, this sounds really bitter, but I don't intend it to, um, but for, you know, like uh, 8 out of 10 cats or something, I felt like those are my people, that is my environment. Comedy is something that I feel comfortable with.
0: Were other people getting access to that kind of thing and you weren't so much?
2: I think that was, yeah, that was the case. So I think what had happened was some of the other people were more saleable than me, not prepared Mm -hmm. to do things that I wasn't. But there were times when I was offered things and wouldn't, you know, take them on just because I felt... I was offered girlfriends, pretend girlfriends. No. I was offered exotic holidays to pretend to have those girlfriends. I was offered opportunities to make up lies and appear. I was offered opportunities to pay publicists to have information about maybe reported upon and things like wow. that. But again, I... I didn't want that. I didn't want to do that. I I wanted to either the people to like me and want to see me, or if they don't and they've had enough of me, then I want to go before before they they hate me, you know? There's so many characters from Big Brother that start out liked and ended up repulsed because they just don't, they don't behave. I guess, yeah. guess like premiership footballers and things when they start to, their careers start to die and things like that. So um, I'd, it, it was just super important to me to, to maintain actual friends, keep the friends that I had, share the experiences and have just a, a great time out the back of it. And then at least I feel like it, it was all worth it and that I made some money, a few laughs along the way. And that was
0: it. So how, how just tell us a little bit about like getting back into the, the normal real world back to you back yeah. to like and, 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 and then what it feels like to have that as your legacy. Yeah.
2: So um, i I own a house at this stage. Um that's what I did with my money. I've moved the friend Stephen and Beanie um in and we have the house of trousers. the you know, the um men behaving badly mm. We've got a ping pong, and we've got computer games, and we're and we're drinking tea and talking crap, and you know, just and people are coming round, and that became like a hub, and and because I had some money at the time, not everybody had that money at the time, mm. so I couldn't expect everybody to go out all the time, mm. but I could expect them to hang out, which is ultimately the most happy place for me, and just across the road from me, dad's and. Anyway, the the phone rang less, and occasionally I might be invited for a sporadic appearance, but just didn't want to go. And even though the money was good, just emotionally couldn't handle it that night, or just felt super fragile. Like you know, there there were times when I'd go, and like maybe nine people would be there. Equally, there were times when I'd go, and there'd be five thousand people there. So I had both of those. It's just that yeah, I'd, I'd start to become depressed. Anyway, I got, um, went to HMV, bought uh, The Office and extras at mm. the same time. I'd been finding Ricky Diverse funny it, and uh, stuck it in the laptop. I had a laptop by my bed and lay on my side. And I lay on my side and watched all of both of them. Wow! And I realized then, hold on, I think I'm maybe suffering from some kind of depression or something here because that's not really, you know, like how people... Oh yeah um and I had been not sleeping at night going and deicing beanie's car for him to go off to work I got sense that he was becoming aggravated with me because even though I had money and my rent was paid I wasn't doing anything mm. so I was you know I was just lazing around like like I imagine child stars end up <laughs> doing for <laughs> all of their lives or something yeah. you know and then I thought right I've got a really do something about this and so obviously i didn't do anything about it and carried (laughs) on laying on my side for how long uh, i don't know probably a couple of months or something like that and um but i'm I'm still going out during the day with a backpack on and my dog and you know running around so as far as everybody else is concerned i'm you know just as happy as always Mm, but i don't feel very well yeah essentially and um so then uh I climb Kilimanjaro, I run the London Marathon, I do all of these things Give like yourself
0: like a, another another purpose, another Yeah
2: To pretend to people okay. that I'm still doing things, look, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, busy I got stuff But the reality on. is My mind is blank, I'm emotionless, I'm I'm just numb. Hmm. I'm not I'm not up or down, I'm just not feeling anything, I'm not yeah, excited yeah. by anything, but I'm not sad by anything. Mm. So, then Beanie has got this girlfriend and he decides to move out with her and I think, right, it's go time, I've got to move to London now, I've got to do something. So, moving to London was the turning point for me. Yeah. What was nice about going to London before I lived there was that there was some anonymity, even in times, at home I went to the Metro Centre and shut the place down. You know, you're talking about thousands of people swamping you. Really? You know, you're talking about walking through the streets. I look back, my dad's given out signed <laughs> photographs of me. I know that I didn't sign them, <laughs> right? So, you know, it's weird, but, so, but you know, and we'd go for nights out, and those nights out would be spoiled for me friends because people were just constantly coming up to me, and one might be rude if their girlfriend yeah, yeah. was causing, I don't know, you know, things... And, um, but in London it's different but in London you, every chance Kate Moss might walk past mm. so mm. don't waste your time looking at Big Brother you know yeah. you've got real like actual important people here and the type of money that I had is a novelty to people mm. who live here you know yeah, it's yeah. like oh what you've got some change have yeah, you yeah. Um so so that was a turning point, so suddenly I felt right I can breathe again um it's nothing's expected of me here. Mm. I am yeah, starting okay, fresh, yeah. um and I just tried i've just ever since then tried all different things I've auditioned for for things I've done stand up comedy i've i've and, and this might sound weird right but i i, I I just know that if I wanted to be a stand-up comic on the television, that I can just go and be that. If, yeah. but I I know that I need to work for that. I understand. And so the reason that I don't do that, or I am not, is because I don't want to do that work for that. Mm. I'm so confident in being able to become a doctor if I want to, that that I would that I would just do that if mm. I wanted to do it. Mm. But but uh, that I don't because. So the focus for me now is that I want to make documentaries about trees and about the people that work in them and about the world and about humans' relationships to wood and why yeah, yeah, it's yeah, important. Yeah. I've met with um I've met with a number of production companies who've made tasters for me, spent, you know, tens of thousands of pounds on these programs. And again, we come back five minutes later and nothing's happening. Yeah. You right. know, so all of the time I'm succeeding while I'm in London, but all of the time I'm failing, and it does nothing to deter me, because the second that I've got my lot done, i.e. my 10 things that need doing done, another 10 will appear. Yeah. And, and even if I manage to get all of the things done in my life, then here's an example. The other day, I, uh, I did a job for a lady called Sarah Crow Caston, that was an email address. So I Googled Sarah Crow casting and it said um and it said, Oh, we've custed for this, this, and this. Alan Parridge the new um this afternoon or whatever it's called ah, yeah. and uh and you know uh, uh Dickens, new Dickens ones come out and all that. And so when I'm in a garden I say to her, um Hi, Sarah. She says, Hi. I said, I'd noticed that you're are you a casting agent. She said, Yeah, I'm a casting agent. She says, You've probably got loads of actors work for you, have you? I said, No, nah, but I, I'm an actor. I'm not an actor, <laughs> right? But I said, I'm an actor. But
0: you will be. Yeah. Exactly that.
2: Yeah. And she said, I oh, will send her some stuff over. I get home that night. I've got no stuff. How could I possibly have stuff, right? I'm not an actor. So, and if you're we listening, sorry. Just, <laughs> just got the order wrong. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just got the order wrong. So then I think, What have I got? I've got some stand up comedy of me mm. that's filmed. Mm. So I just send her that. We don't know now. She hasn't got back to me yet, but she might. Mm. You know, and I don't care yeah if she does or she doesn't. But the fact of the matter is, there's things out in the zeitgeist now working when I'm asleep. It, yeah. You know, if I if I'm and there's, you know, that's just one example. There's 10 of those things now going. Yeah. There's an, an application to be a council contractor for me, our business. <laughs> there's all of these things that <clears throat> I become obsessive about and I just will turn my hand to, you know. Mm. People will think, like, that's really knobbish that you do that. Like, why audition for Billy Elliott if you can't tap dance? <laughs> but I thought, well, I can sing, you know. I've only got to be his brother. I've got an, I've got a Geordie accent, you know. I'm, I, and then that comes back to, what can I do that I'm already half good at? Yeah, I don't need to put a voice on, so therefore the laziness kicks in, you know. <laughs> um, but like I say, if if you were to meet with me, in ten years from now, I think. I think it's likely that I would have had. Documentaries There's going to be another made. story, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. 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 We're
0: definitely going to come speak to you when we, when, yeah. when Well, we're going to check in in ten years' time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I'm Not fascinated. Before. I'm yeah. absolutely fascinated, and it's been it's been a complete pleasure. Honestly, this conversation's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I'm really pleased. We might, might stop now because it'll be
2: too long, <laughs> and, and, and we could be kicked out of this room any <laughs> yeah. time now.
1: So
0: I did um,
2: say if I go off on a tangent, you'd have to try <laughs> and, no, and steer me back. so I am Honestly, it was
0: fantastic. I enjoyed it so much. So thank you, thank you so much. thank you. We will, we will. Um, watch with bated breath to see what happens next I can't yeah. I, I really can't wait to see what happens
2: yeah thank you well the best of luck to the listeners yeah. and uh, and I hope you all have the confidence that you need to do whatever it is that you need to do and thanks for meeting me guys yeah, all of us thank
0: you too. that's it folks for show notes head over to the website at www.life where you'll find links a quick summary, and you can also explore other conversations. If you're enjoying this podcast, then please tell your friends, give us a good rating, and remember to subscribe. We're also really keen to hear your feedback, so please do let us know what you think and give us your ideas over on Twitter. You can tweet us at Life That's double F.